Good afternoon. Welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Bill Bunkley here. It is an absolutely busy day of issues throughout America and the world. Glad to have you with us here today. want to tell you that we have some breaking news on the Rays, plus a couple of features. Today we learned that the Peace Cross, the World War I Peace Cross, is going to uh, be able to stay on Massachusetts government property. We'll be talking with Daniel Schmidt uh, with the Liberty Council in just a moment about that decision, what it means and what it doesn't mean. Iran is ready for war with the U.S. and has shot down one of our drones. The president is right now meeting with members of Congress and members of the military in the Situation Room. We don't anticipate an immediate reaction, but we're standing by to have them come forth. We'll talk about that a little bit later on our show. And uh, we also have uh, a feature where uh, Scientology has been sued uh, and is expecting multiple people to end up filing suit against them. We'll talk about that today as well. And want to just remind our folks listening on the biz that uh, today the markets were up primarily because they are anticipating a drop in interest rates by the Federal Reserve. For those of you listening on the biz this afternoon, the Dow Jones Industrials was up 249.1 points at 26,753. The S&P 500 was up 27.72 to close at 2954. NASDAQ uh, was up 6402 to close at 8051. And with a lot of things happening that could affect the markets right now, including the fact that uh, uh, prices of crude oil have uh, certainly increased because of the tensions that are in uh, the Middle East area. And, of course, with uh, uh, some of the oil that comes off the Iranian oil fields, that could be uh, one of the potential targets uh, that our good men and women right here in Central Command will decide upon. We also have breaking news this afternoon. Just want to let you know, that uh, yesterday we heard our own Hillsborough County Commissioner, uh, Ken Hagen, uh, getting into it with St. Petersburg Mayor Christman over not allowing the Rays to continue to look for another stadium site, particularly potentially here in Hillsborough County where the center of population makes more sense. Well, we just learned within the last few minutes that the Rays, or I should say the Commissioner of Baseball, has just given the Rays permission to play part of their home games in Montreal. Montreal, Canada, well, that's the city that wants to have the Rays move to their locale. We are in trouble here about keeping the Rays, and we'll try and have a follow-up to this story tomorrow with uh, Commissioner Ken Hagen. We're trying to book him as I speak. But uh, the breaking news is the Rays, because of attendance, are going to be playing some games elsewhere. And if we do not get our act together here in the Bay Area, we very well could lose uh, one of the most competitive teams with a low, low, low budget and payroll. And uh, it's time to wake up all across the region. Well, we got news today of the much-anticipated decision about the World War I Peace Cross that uh, has stood in Massachusetts for over a hundred years. It's a symbol for many, many things. And today, uh, I am delighted to have with us uh, Senior Litigation Counsel with Liberty Counsel Daniel J. Schmidt. And um, 
He is an international nonprofit litigation, education, and policy organization uh, council dedicated to advancing religious freedom as well as the sanctity of life and the family. And uh, he is very busy there at the Liberty Council with my good friends, Matt and Anita Staver. He's also an adjunct assistant professor of law at Liberty University School of Law. Teaches First Amendment law, legal writing, and bar preparation courses. With that, uh, Daniel Schmidt, good to have you with us this afternoon. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, my first question is, I know that Liberty Council filed an amicus brief uh, there with the Supreme Court in support of this war memorial. Tell us a little bit about um, what was in your brief and how you argued that this particular cross should remain standing. Well, what we requested in our amicus brief, which didn't shake out all the way in the opinion, it's a good opinion, but they could have taken it one step farther, but what we had advocated was there's an old test from a case called Lemon versus Kurtzman, which is the Lemon test mm-hmm. um, that courts have used to determine whether certain activities violate the Establishment Clause. That test has been roundly criticized by really all sides, and a lot of the justices and lower courts have criticized it and everything. What we said was, let's kind of just get rid of that and institute a more more consistent approach that matches what the framers had in mind with the Establishment Clause. Uh, the court didn't go that far. but they did say is that the Lemon Test is not helpful for government monuments of this kind, so they didn't use it. That's a win, but they could have taken it a step farther, which Justice Thomas wanted them to do, uh, but they didn't. But nevertheless, um, the Supreme Court upheld it and said, look, uh, the government is certainly permitted to recognize um, religious imagery and displays without violating the Establishment Clause. This World War I memorial has stood there for nearly 100 years, if not over, and because people were, quote-unquote, offended by seeing it, they said, well, that violates the Establishment Clause and needs to come down. The Supreme Court says, no, there's, we don't have to scrub religion from our history. We don't have to scrub religion from the public sphere. And just because a war memorial recognizes religious aspects or it contains religious imagery doesn't mean it violates the Establishment Clause. It's a great win for uh, local governments and really for all people who support religious freedom. And um, I want to follow up with uh, with you, Daniel, and, and because the question is, uh, on the weight of uh, what we got in the majority opinions, was this approved uh, as uh, a symbol that can stand? Was it a symbol, for instance, uh, Justice Samuel Alito wrote in uh, one of the opinions, supporting opinions, quote, the cross is undoubtedly a Christian symbol. The monument is a symbolic resting place for ancestors who never returned home. For others, it's a place for the community to gather and honor all veterans and their sacrifices to our nation. Destroying or defacing the cross that has stood undisturbed for nearly a century would not be neutral or would not further the ideals of respect and tolerance embodied in the First Amendment. Now, that's a series of quotes. He certainly had more quotes than that. So my question is, in other parts of the country, we certainly have uh, a cross that may be on government property. There may be a Star of David on a property. 
And, uh, of course, a lot of folks have been talking about just take any of our national military cemeteries, take Arlington National Cemetery, that all we have on government property is uh, just a gazillion crosses as well as stars of David. When I read this opinion, uh, had this not been a war memorial in your mind, uh, would this decision have been different? And is this a decision that's unique that if you have a cross or a Star of David that's related to folks who were maybe had a contribution to this country, those can stay or the rest of them cannot stay? We're just, we're, in your opinion, where just are we with this decision? Well, I don't think it's an isolated decision. And the fact that it was a war memorial that stood for 100 years and that it had, while it's certainly the preeminent symbol of Christianity, it also has historical recognition. Of, as you mentioned, all the gravestones that are placed in Arlington, the ones that are placed overseas, and other things, they, they have more than one implication. One of them is to honor the dead, the fallen, honor the their beliefs and uh, the historical underpinnings of all that. So it didn't hurt that it was a war memorial. Uh, but that doesn't just because it was a war memorial doesn't isolate it. I think this what the court said was long-standing monuments that were erected for recognition of the history and traditions of our country, for recognizing uh, what that symbol has meant throughout our history and what it means to individuals in the country, uh, has brought application to other cases. Um, many times you'll have challenges to Ten Commandments monuments or even nativity scene displays at Christmas time and other aspects that, while they do depict religious imagery, are also meant to signify the beliefs of the town, to signify you know, the particular season and the Ten Commandments cases, that, you know, to recognize the fact that that had a significant role in the founding of our country and in the establishment of our laws. Uh, even Justice Alito, in his opinion, talks about that, that Look, the Supreme Court has a copy of the Decalogue, and it's free above where the justices sit. And so just because they contain religious imagery doesn't mean they violate the Establishment Clause. So while it was – while this particular monument was a war memorial, I think that this opinion will have broad application to other religious monuments and will certainly help county and local governments and various other – places that have religious imagery for various displays. Uh, I think this opinion suggests that all of those are fine and that they're not unconstitutional, despite what everyone would like to tell you. we got a couple minutes left, by the way, if you'd like to connect with Liberty Council, that's lc.org, that's lc.org. And, of course, we're talking to today with senior litigator Daniel J. Schmidt with Liberty Council. Got about a couple of minutes left, but I want to ask you, just a few days ago, we were somewhat encouraged uh, with another uh, cake case. <laughs> this one, the Oregon uh, baker, that uh, bakers, husband and wife, that that case was sent back to Washington State. With the new justices on the court and with this decision, and no, it's kind of hard to look at the tea leaves, but uh, very quickly, on in the area of religious freedom, religious um, uh, liberty, how do you feel? Is Does this help get you a little closer to the fact that when we get some of these other cases, 
that uh, we indeed may have majorities on the court because that's still kind of the unanswered question for some of the big ones. Yes, that. And, of course, in the Kate case, as you call it, um, the court said, look, we just dealt with this last year in Masterpiece Cake Shop and said, look, the local governments, regardless of whether you have anti-discrimination laws, are not allowed to compel religious adherents to engage in speech that violates their religious beliefs. The same thing happened in the Oregon case, and despite the fact that the Supreme Court was pretty clear in Masterpiece Cake Shop, they just seemed to ignore it. And what the Supreme Court said is, well, you need to look at this again and take a look at what we've already said here. That's a, that is an encouraging sign. Um, I think it suggests that uh, religious freedom may be back on the rise in the chambers of the Supreme Court, and that's that's an optimistic thing for everyone who loves liberty and loves religious freedom. Well, I tell you, I am so proud of the work of the Liberty Council and uh, my dear friends, uh, Matt and Anita Staver, uh, in all the years, and we've co-labored on many things here in Florida, and especially for our guest, Daniel J. Smith, who joined us today, Senior Litigation Counsel with Liberty. And with that, Daniel, thank you so much for the update, and uh, we'll await some more decisions and hopefully have you back to see where we stand on those. For thank- but thanks for being with us. My pleasure. Thank you. And again, that website, lc.org, lc.org. Coming up next, what's happening in the Strait of Hormuz? We down the drone. They down the drone. We'll talk about next. That next on Bill Bunkley Show. When it comes to hiring an AC technician, plumber, or electrician, it's a challenge to find one you can trust completely. Until now, at Cornerstone Pros, the commitment to workmanship and service surpasses customer standards. It's called the Cornerstone Difference. And big job or small, it means you can count on them to go out of their way to deliver exceptional customer service and value. Cornerstone Pros services include air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators. Connect at cornerstonepros.com. That's cornerstonepros.com. This is a special alert for Americans who owe more than $10,000 in back taxes. Get ready for a toll-free hotline number. Call and get free information on how to take advantage of new initiatives that could significantly reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. Call Stop IRS Debt today at 800-893-8907. Learn how you can stop collection calls, IRS letters, bank levies, and wage garnishments all by using a proven A-plus BBB-rated tax system that negotiates with the IRS for you. If you have haven't filed returns in years or you're already in a payment plan, you can still get tax relief. The government is ready to work out a generous program that can resolve your tax debt quickly. Be warned, this situation won't last forever and your tax debt will only get worse if you don't act now. Do not try to handle it yourself. Call Stop IRS Debt now for free information. 800-893-8907. That's 800-893-8907. 800-893-8907. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open just for you at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Today was a tough one with the breaking news that we had, and that was which topic do we lead off our show with? And then on top of that, we get news that the Rays are going to be testing the waters in Montreal, and that certainly is another big story for the area. But let's talk about uh, what happened uh, in the overnight, and that is we have an $18 million drone. I want to make this uh, very clear to those of you who have not had any access at all to any media today as far as uh, the cable news channel or local news, uh, to know that when we are talking about a United States, by the way, I believe it was was a United States Navy drone, even though we're going to hear from uh, a United States uh, Air Force general from right here in Central Command, one of our neighbors, it was a Navy drone. Now, unlike the drones that most of us have seen on either a regular or a a spared basis, this is not one of those four propeller jobs that you can buy that has a camera on it and uh, uh, buzzes over your house. No, this has a wingspan, the same size of a wingspan of a 737 Boeing aircraft. The drone is estimated to be $18 million plus in terms of cost. So keep in mind that, and I think it's pretty clear the Iranians shot it down because they took responsibility for it. But uh, we have a United States military asset in the air that was just taken out of the air. So, number one, realize the type of capability that Iran has in these days. And it is uh, the um, experts tell us that they believe it was a mobile modified Russian missile launcher that uh, put that uh, in the air. Now, the Iranians are doing what the Iranians do, and uh, if you believe and support the U.S. version, they claim that the drone was flying over their sovereign territory. Now, keep in mind that a country, I believe, under international law, has jurisdiction 12 miles off their coast on an international waterway. 12 miles. This drone was shot down 20 miles off the coast of Iran. It was in the area of the Strait of Hormuz, which is a little bit north and uh, northwest of the Gulf of Oman, where the two tankers uh, allegedly were mined by the Iranians as well. And so as you would understand cruising up and down, you know, probably just the waterway, keeping an eye on what is happening. So they have shot it down. And so right now as we speak, and um, whether we can bring it to you live or not, or we'll bring it to you in a a tape delay, the President of the United States is meeting with senior members of the Congress, both the House and the Senate, at the White House along with senior military officials for a complete briefing of uh, what is known right now 
of not only the situation uh, of what's happening right there and understand that we have moved significant naval assets, aircraft carriers, etc., cetera, uh, into that region. We've got a 1,000 more troops that are coming into that region. And, uh, and so they are getting a briefing right now. We will, uh, because this is very important news, because some believe that uh, that is the last straw, that the United States should go in and take some preemptive action. We were, uh, I was on a telephone uh, conversation with several of my Salem colleagues a few days ago talking to South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham, and there certainly has been uh, some discussion about if we had to make a move, what we might do in the Persian Gulf or the Strait of Hormuz or in the Gulf of Oman, what we may do on Iranian territory. Keep in mind there's two major uh, oil refineries uh, in Iran, there's a lot of um, coastal uh, defensive military batteries uh, on the Iranian coastline uh, there on uh, the Persian Gulf, the Hormuz area, et cetera, et cetera. You also have those uh, speedboats. Uh, the, they have like four 250s or whatever the, the, the engines are, but they have those quick boats, the ones that were photographed removing an unexploded mine next to uh, on the hull of one of those ships. And so what we're going to do, um, I'm going to let you hear, and we're going to e- expand this into the next uh, segment as well. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. What do you think the U.S. response should be right now to Iran, if anything? Now, before we take a break, let's go to Central Command right here in Tampa, Florida. And we have Lieutenant General Joseph T. Uh, Guastella had a press conference on the drone downing by Iran. Let's listen in. This was earlier this morning. Well, good afternoon. Uh, this is uh, Lieutenant General Joseph Guastella, commander of the U.S. Air Force's Central Command. I'm prepared to give a statement, but I won't be answering questions at this time. A U.S. Navy RQ-4 was flying over the Gulf of Oman and the Strait of Hormuz on a recent surveillance mission in international airspace in the vicinity of recent IRGC maritime attacks when it was shot down by an IRGC surface-to-air missile fired from a location in the vicinity of Goruk, Iran. This was an unprovoked attack on a U.S. surveillance asset that had not violated Iranian airspace at any time during its mission. This attack is an attempt to disrupt our ability to monitor the area following recent threats to international shipping and the free flow of commerce. Iranian reports that this aircraft was shot down over Iran are categorically false. The aircraft was over the Strait of Hormuz and fell into international waters. At the time of the intercept, the RQ-4 was operating at high altitude, approximately 34 kilometers from the nearest point of land on the Iranian coast. This dangerous and escalatory attack was irresponsible and occurred in the vicinity of established air corridors between Dubai, UAE, and Muscat, Oman, 
possibly endangering innocent civilians. Thank you. Well, that about says it all, and I'm going to tell you that I support our United States Central Command. I support our Air Force Lieutenant General and his statement. What about you? Do you think that is the truth? Or another question is, what should the U.S. be doing right now? 877-943-9673. Be a part of the conversation. Coming up next, we'll hear from Senator Lindsey Graham as well as Representative Joaquin Castro, a Democrat, on this issue. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. House and Senate leaders continue to meet with President Trump at the White House to discuss tensions with Iran after a U.S. drone was shot down by that country. A federal appeals court has ruled in favor of new Trump administration rules to limit taxpayer-funded abortion, allowing those rules to take effect pending ongoing litigations. The Supreme Court has rejected a challenge and says a nearly 100-year-old World War I memorial in the shape of a 40-foot-tall cross can continue to stand on public land in Maryland. A suspect in the shooting, a former baseball star David Ortiz, has been charged with drug and firearms possession in New Jersey. Meanwhile, Dominican authorities say they've arrested an 11th person in connection with that shooting that officials now say may have been a case of mistaken identity. This is SRN News. If you'd like a smartphone that's really smart, download the OnePlace.com app, the app that will inspire your faith daily and provide answers to the biggest questions of all. OnePlace lets you download your favorite pastor's programs and listen even offline or in airplane mode with easy connections to your Bluetooth speaker or dashboard. To download your free OnePlace app, visit the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store for your Android device and search for OnePlace. That's one place. It's getting harder and harder to make sense out of today's headlines. To stay on top of breaking world and national news with a Christian worldview and a faith-based perspective on what it means, turn to ChristianHeadlines.com. Log on to ChristianHeadlines.com for the very latest news and then sign up for our free daily newsletter to stay one step ahead of what's happening. Get out of the mainstream media rut with top news and positive headlines every day with ChristianHeadlines.com. Kim was driving down the road right by the fourth hole. Someone yelled, Four! Golf ball hit her windshield. She wasn't worried. Her first thought was a new free windshield. And cash on the spot. She called 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. If it's chipped or cracked, we'll buy it back. We turn your broken glass into cold hard cash. Auto Glass America. Travel Cats has put together an incredible Mediterranean adventure just for you. Explore the same streets in Greece and Turkey the Apostle Paul walked as he spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Or sail the Mediterranean surrounding the Greek islands in Turkey. These are the most sought-after journeys in the eastern Mediterranean. Book with Travel Cats at 352-277-7300 or go to TravelCats.com. That's 352-277-7300 or book today at TravelCats.com. That's cats with a K. TravelCats.com. Saturday afternoons at 4. It's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Somehow we feel with all of our foolishness that we're okay. 
get to somebody you know, a close friend, get to you, maybe your best friend, say, listen, be a best friend to me. Tell me something. Is there anything in my life that you see that would be distracting from the work from God? Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs, Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Hi, I'm Tony Dungy. Being an all-pro dad is the greatest thing a man can do. But there's one kind of all-pro dad who stands above them all, and that's a foster dad. There's no greater hero than the man who steps up to foster a child. Totally unselfish, totally extraordinary. Only 6 in 10,000 will step up to help a child with no home. Put yourself to this test. Are you willing to take a step toward being a truly great man? Learn more. For the four joys of fostering, go to allprodad.com. back bill bunkley here live with the breaking news of the afternoon where you can have reliable information each and every day our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673 we'll get to our callers in just a a moment if you're just tuning in we have uh, just gotten word that the meeting that was happening uh, with president donald trump uh, senior members of the congress as well as military advisors on what's happening since the Iranians have uh, shot down an $18 million United States Navy drone that was over international waters in the uh, Straits of Hormuz in between the Gulf of Oman and the Persian Gulf. Uh, We're awaiting uh, for those comments as well. Um, and so if we, if that comes along, we're going to bring that to you live before we go to our callers, uh, want to just tell you that, uh, the president, uh, uh, in a press conference early today, interesting was talking about the fact that he believed that there was the possibility that the shoot down of our drone was a mistake that maybe local military leaders on the ground shot it down, and maybe the senior leadership in Tehran were not aware. That was a very curious and interesting development. And, of course, we can only piece together the best we can what we know this side of uh, the secrecy that should be intact, and uh, no doubt about that. But uh, we'll uh, probably glean more as uh, we get uh, senators and uh, House members and the president himself And if it's during uh, our time together, we'll bring that to you. Before we get to our callers, uh, let's get to Senator Lindsey Graham. He had a chance to weigh on this earlier today. Now, I want to tell you, this was a press gaggle outside in the halls of Congress. And you're going to have to listen very closely to this first one because there's a lot of background chatter going on. But uh, let's listen in to Lindsey Graham's initial thoughts about uh, the fact that all bets are now off. Go ahead. 
for uranium. That would be a provocative act for the United States and Israel, and all bets are off, and put in place the military capability to go after their naval forces and their refineries, because their refineries are the economic uh, backbone of this murderous regime. And do not be intimidated by provocative acts uh, to get to the negotiating table. If we give in here to intimidation and you know, outrageous conduct, then North Korea will do the same and on and on and on. This is a high-stakes, multidimensional chess match. And what I mean by that is that... Um, What the president does or does not do with the heightened tensions now with what's happening between our country and Iran, it has implications not just for the Middle East and especially for Iran, but for foreign relations all across the globe. Now, Senator Graham has speculation that Iran is trying to do things to bring Trump back to the negotiating table. Let's listen in to Senator Graham again. The Ayatollah is to blame. We didn't sink anybody's ships. We didn't blow up any pipelines. Uh, we didn't go in and dismember Yemen. Uh, we're not supporting, we're not the largest state sponsor of terrorism. So what are they trying to achieve? They're trying to bring Trump back to the negotiating table through intimidation. They're trying to divide us and the Europeans. They're trying to drive up the price of oil because they need money. So getting out of the nuclear deal was a good decision because it was a bad deal. To get Trump back to the negotiating table, they're trying to use hostile acts as the means to do that. If they're successful, that becomes the template for other outlaw regimes and terrorist organizations. So the Iranians have made a miscalculation. Only if Trump responds in a way to deter this kind of effort to restart negotiations. So what is the president to do? Let me ask you a question. If you were an advisor to President Donald Trump at this very hour in the White House, what would you advise the president to do? Some may say he's in a no-win situation. If he doesn't do anything, does the U.S. look weak? If he does do something, what will be the reaction throughout the Middle East? And how about North Korea? How about China? How about Russia? This is a major test for President Trump. What do you think he should do? Call me. Let's chat about it. 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. Well, this morning on Joe Scarborough's MSNBC program, Representative Joaquin Castro, a Democrat in the Congress, had some thoughts. This was early on, um, but uh, very interesting to sort of take a peek on the other side of the aisle and to see what at least one Democrat is thinking. Congressman, it's John Thalier. Let's get your take on the news, the, the breaking news overnight about the drone uh, that was shot down. There's some dispute as to exactly right. where that happened. Uh, what are you hearing? Can you tell us the latest as what what you've been briefed? Yeah, we still have not gotten a full-fledged briefing on that, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, But again, uh, we've got to make sure that that we move at the right pace 
that the United States military, through this administration, doesn't take any quick action uh, or any action without consulting the United States Congress. Uh, so I'm looking forward to getting a further briefing on that. I would also say in terms of a drone being shot down, that is not the same thing as an airplane or a United States ship with sailors on there being struck. Uh, part of the reason that you've got drone technology is because it means that you don't have to put human beings, your personnel, in harm's way. It is $120 million, though. It is. And it, is an, act, it is an act of, of aggression, right? Sure, it would be. Uh, but again, uh, whether, whether we're going to go to war over somebody striking down a mechanical piece of something, a drone in this case. Uh, remember, that's part of the reason that you've got drones, because it's a different kind of, of basically surveillance yeah, but, where you don't have to put your human beings at risk. Yeah, but I mean, we don't have drones, so Iran can shoot them down if they're in other international waters. So I, 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 it seems to me if those strikes continue, again, I'm only talking about the, what, how will the Europeans react I suspect if they continue shooting down U.S. drones, then France, Britain, and other European allies will say, go ahead. If you want to have a measured strike, we won't object. That's what I think. That's what I believe. First of all, believe me that the back channels are going very, very strong uh, between the United States and Iran. And this is a test of wills. Uh, This is a chess match. A lot's on the table. First of all, what's on the table is what's going to be happening in terms of terrorism in the Middle East. If the United States takes a restrained strike, let's say they uh, take out one of the oil refineries. Let's say that uh, they obliterate a couple of those fast boats that have been working uh, the mines there in that very important passageway. Well, I can tell you that you can immediately look toward uh, Israel. uh, And, uh, of course, the United States would be giving Israel a heads up before we took any kind of uh, a strike whatsoever. And, by the way, I'm not talking about war. I'm talking about a limited retaliatory strike. And uh, whether that's going to happen or not, we do not know. Because the president has, for whatever reason, allowed into the public discussion that maybe it was a mistake. And, of course, the criticism of the president has been that uh, he's a loose cannon. It was a discussion during the last presidential campaign that the country feared that he got, if he got in this situation, he would be trigger-happy. So know that there's a lot of things at play. Number one, what is the right thing to do? What is the re- right response? Whether it's true or not, is it to allow the Iranians to say it was a mistake? However, they're not saying it's a mistake. They're saying that, hey, this drone was over our airspace, so we had the right to shoot it down. And so it's kind of like politics in America. doesn't matter what the truth is. You know, we got the left uh, spinning one thing, the right spinning something else, but truth is truth. So 
Does it matter whether the drone was in Iranian airspace or not? Because the Arab world, those countries that uh, are at odds with the United States of America, at odds with uh, Israel, they're, they're going to they're gonna just take the case that the uh, United States is lying and the drone was shot down. So there's a lot at stake as to what is the proper military response. There have been times in American history, and I don't have time to go into them, where we have had a unified strike against us and we did not strike back. And through further negotiations, issues and tensions were reduced and resolved. The other thing is that uh, as the president come off, came off a very, very impressive kickoff to his 2020 campaign for presidency, and also the fact that uh, you know in 24 hours he set an all-time record, raising more than 24 million in 24 hours. That's a million an hour. President's got a lot of support, but I can tell you whether you're on the left or the right. If you're paying attention right now, you're also watching the president very close. Because now he has one of his first poignant tests. He did have a test with the North Koreans about their testing of nuclear missiles, and they haven't been testing them. So I'm not minimizing this, but this is this is in the center. So what we'll do is uh, we've got some more topics to talk about. When we see some of our leaders coming to the podium, uh, to the best we can, we'll switch to their comments uh, all the way up to the time we go off the air at 6 o'clock and uh, share those with you. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Again, our phone lines are ready for you to give us an idea about what you think. I'm Bill Bunkley. Going to take a time out. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Godvine.com for uplifting and inspirational videos that you'll truly love. Join the millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. They know that Godvine videos are specially chosen to bring joy and share the love of God and the wonder of His creations. For the very best Christian videos, visit us today at Godvine.com. 
When you call Cornerstone Pros to service your AC, plumbing, electrical, or generator, rest assured that with Cornerstone, trust is a must. You wouldn't allow just anyone in your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros employs only the best technicians. Each one has been background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify their skills before they ever step foot in your home. Learn more at cornerstonepros.com. That's cornerstonepros.com. Do you like winning prizes? How about getting sneak peek opportunities and offers before anyone else? Join the Faith Talk fan club today at letstalkfaith.com and gain access to incredible contest opportunities, free movie preview events, discounts, and more. If you're passionate about Faith Talk and want to be rewarded just for being a part of the Faith Talk community, sign up for the Faith Talk fan club today. Join the Faith Talk fan club by clicking the fan club tab at letstalkfaith.com. The following statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Amberin trials tested mild to moderate symptoms. Testimonial is based on 90 days of use. Results may vary. IRI US Nulo, 52 weeks by UPC. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Retton, and I want to talk to you about something I haven't liked to talk about until now, my menopause. All my life, I've had energy, energy to win gold in 84. But when menopause hit me, with the hot flashes and the night sweats, I began to feel sluggish every day. That all changed when I discovered Amberin. Amberin safely relieves 12 menopause symptoms by helping to restore your hormonal balance. Amberin is 100% drug-free, estrogen-free, and clinically tested. Amberin is America's number one menopause relief supplement. Thanks to Amberin, my fear of hot flashes is gone. My sheets aren't soaked every night, and my energy is back. Give Amberin a try and see what it can do for you. It works. It really works. Hurry to your Walmart, Walgreens, Target, and other fine retailers nationwide and get Amberin today. Once upon a time, many years ago, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. I believe they called it a phone book. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? We've come a long way. Now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses use to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers total market penetration for increased roi learn more at surroundtampa.com surroundtampa.com connecting you with new customers sunday mornings at nine join rabbi stephen weiler for heart of messiah and that's luke 21 24 we go there that when jerusalem is back in the hands of jewish people the blinders will start coming off. That's when the gen- time of the Gentile is being fulfilled. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. We're back. Bill Bunkley here. I want to remind you, coming up in the second hour, I'll be on AM 570, 
as we will bid farewell to those of you on the biz and our answer stations. And I'll be talking about the lawsuit that was filed against the Church of Scientology with the promise of more lawsuits to follow. It was the front page, top of the fold story with the Tampa Bay Times. And so I will be sharing some from the reporting of Tracy McManus on uh, whatever's happening with the facts behind uh, that story. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. Let's go to Brandon. We have Terry standing by. Terry, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Hi, Bill. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, how are you doing? Well, day by day. Got 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 got, got some challenges that come day by day, and so uh, got some new ones, but, uh, you know, God's in control, and I'm excited. We're moving forward. Well, we've been praying for you. Thank you. And thank we'll you. keep doing it. You're welcome. So, and we, need, this- you, and we need you on our show. Uh, you're, you're, you're on my list. I was going to call you the other night and got uh, sidetracked, but uh, we want to give you, uh, get an update on a couple local items here. But go ahead. Cool. Uh, th- th- on the, this drone shoot-down, so, first of all, let me say, first of all, because I was in business for myself for a long time, and one of the first things my mentor in business taught me was to always give the other guy a way out so it doesn't have to be a confrontation if the other guy wants to take the way out. And I think that's probably what President Trump did. I thought it was a wise move. We'll see if they take it uh, or if they decide to, you know, continue to stick their thumb in her eye. But, the, you know, maybe it was a mistake. I, th- I thought that was a good move when I heard, it, heard him say that. And I wonder, um, I wonder if we could find that anywhere in the Art of the Deal or any of his other <laughs> motivation books on negotiating. Because it would be interesting. Uh, I don't remember that from any of his books. But, yeah, I, I will tell you this, uh, Terry. By the way, this is Terry Kempel, uh, Community Issues. And uh, I, I, what I want to say is, is that, it just struck me very funny because all of the other indications from CENTCOM here in Tampa and whatever was coming out certainly didn't allow for any room for a mistake. And I was kind of watching his facial expressions and everything. And so um, I, I got to be honest with you is I didn't know whether I was buying it or not. So I certainly <laughs> think that your, your suggestion in theory certainly is in play. But, uh, you know, we get it. I don't know if something like that would be something the Iranians would get, especially since they have, you know, pounded their chest and claimed responsibility for shooting right. it down. Right. Well, you know, it, all, it never hurts to, to find whatever, if you can find a way out of a confrontation that, uh, you know, a, a beyond appeasement or groveling, uh, it, it never hurts to try and take the, you know, to take the opportunity. So I was glad he did it. I, I kind of doubt that they'll uh, back off of their stance. You know, you, you said it right, pounding their chest. And I, it seems to me uh, early in President Trump's uh, presidency, he did some targeting in Syria, as I recall. Oh, yeah. When when he wants to do a limited strike, he'll do it and doesn't hesitate. He but but this just shows how high stakes this is. Right. Because if we get in, if we get into it with Iran, 
that's going to trigger all, I mean, you're going to have Hezbollah attacking uh, Israel from the north, Hamas from the south. It will trigger a worldwide deal, South Philippines, the whole nine yards. And so that's why this is a critical one. I agree. I agree. Well, and it had to, I agree with you that it has to be handled carefully. But I, and this doesn't come from me. I'm not original on this. But just listening to other commentators today, it makes a lot of sense that if something isn't done, then you've got North Korea and all kinds of other bad actors around the world that are going to say, "Uh uh-huh. You know, uh, if they're old enough, they're going to say, Neville Chamberlain, all right. Yeah, yeah. Lindsey Lindsey Graham made that very, very clear on our show today. Uh, And and I'm in that camp. I mean – uh, unless there is some sort of immediate negotiations that begin, if this just hangs out there and they keep, you know, the thumb in their chest to us, um, I don't know. I got to pray about it, but it certainly would be something that would encourage a lot more of our adversaries to push us. And this is a dangerous world for that to happen. I'll give you the last word. We got about 30 seconds. Oh yeah. Well, I'm I'm just I'm I'm ecstatic that President Trump has done what he's done, not just with this instance, but just over the past couple of years, especially with the opposition that he has. Uh, we've had 70 years of pushing towards secularism, and now we've got somebody who's actually in a position of authority pushing back, and that's what our country has needed. And I just pray that he'll continue not just this term, but that he'll get another term, and we can continue to see the same kind of efforts and the same kind of results. I agree. Terry Kempel, Community Issues Forum. Look forward to getting you on the show to talk about your mission. Thanks, Terry. Well, thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. God bless you. God bless you. All right. Uh, we're going to go on the other side. I don't know if we'll have anybody coming out or not, but I'll be on AM 57910. We'll be talking Scientology next hour. Here at Faith Talk, we are always amazed at what God does at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day event. Spirits are refreshed through fellowship and encouragement. 2019's event will be the best ever, and Pastor, we want you to experience it. So save the date, October 17th, for Pastors Appreciation Day at Armature Works in Tampa with keynote speaker Philip DeCourcy, an amazing meal, a vacation getaway giveaway, and so much more. Last year, the room was full, so reserve your seat today at letstalkfaith.com. Thanks for listening today to Faith Talk. We'd like to introduce you to a new radio program, The Living Word with Pastor Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship. Each weekday, Pastor Danny will walk you through the scriptures, verse by verse, passionately sharing the truth and hope of the gospel for a lost and dying world. Find out more at ccfstpete.church. The Living Word with Danny Hodges, weekdays at 1030 a.m. on Faith Talk, a.m. 570, 910, and at Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. 
Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. A federal appeals court is allowing Trump administration abortion rules to take effect. The new rules ban taxpayer-funded clinics from making abortion referrals and prohibit clinics that receive federal money from sharing office space with abortion providers. After a challenge from more than 20 states, judges in three western states blocked the rules from taking effect. But a three-judge panel of the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in San Francisco calls the rules a reasonable interpretation of federal law and says the rules can take effect. Greg Clugston, the White House. President Trump told reporters today Iran was clearly in the wrong for downing a U.S. surveillance drone in the Persian Gulf. This drone was in international waters, clearly. We have it all documented. It's documented scientifically, not just words. And they made a very bad mistake. Lawmakers gathered at the White House this afternoon to discuss the downing of the drone and what, if any, response America might have. Members of the House and Senate Intelligence and Armed Services Committees participated. The Bladensburg, Maryland Cross, honoring men who died from Prince George's County during World War I, can stay, according to the U.S. Supreme Court. The justices voted 7-2 to keep the cross on public land. Attorney Daniel Schmidt of the Christian legal group Liberty Council is pleased with the ruling. To have a cross be able to stand on public land and have the court say, no, that's not a violation of the Establishment Clause as it was intended, is a good day. The case has been closely watched for its potential impact on other monuments. Britain's next prime minister will be a man in his 50s who went to Oxford University, either Boris Johnson or Jeremy Hunt, the two finalists selected in a race to lead the governing Conservative Party. Johnson, a flamboyant former foreign secretary and ex-mayor of London, topped a ballot of 313 conservative lawmakers. Good day on Wall Street as the Dow was up by 249 points. The Nasdaq rose 64. The S&P advanced 28. More at townhall.com. Okay, first time we read this commercial, he got one. So I had to get one. And we are both in love with this product. The glass chair mat by Vitraza. They're unbelievable. You know that junky plastic chair mat under your office chair or at home? Uh, Piece of garbage. It's the ugliest thing in your office. Vitraza glass chair mats are beautiful. Durable. Each one will support over a 1,000 pounds, so it'll even hold me. (laughs) They've got a lifetime warranty, and the way you feel rolling over smooth glass instead of cheap, crackly plastic, it's like working in a million-dollar office. And it's your office. And we got to mention this. Shipping is absolutely free. Absolutely. Lifetime warranty, scratch-resistant, stylish, Vitraza glass chair mats. You can't get them at the office superstore. you got to order them direct at vitraza.com slash life. That's V as in value, I-T-R-A-Z-Z-A, vitraza.com slash life. You'll want to remember that website. There's a discount code waiting for you for 10% off, only at vitraza.com slash life. The acting head of Customs and Border Protection is urging the Senate to vote yes next week on emergency funding to provide better care for migrants, especially children who cross the southern border. Acting Customs and Border Protection Commissioner John Sanders tells the Associated Press he was deeply impacted by the 16-year-old Guatemalan boy who died last month on a concrete bench in a holding cell from complications from the flu the fifth child to die in custody this year. Sanders says this proves they're not equipped for medical care or nursing sick children. And he's worried more will die if Congress doesn't approve $4.6 billion in emergency funding. Jackie Quinn, Washington. Long-term mortgage rates little changed this week. The key 30-year fixed-rate loan hovered around an average 3.8% for the third straight week. A year ago, the rate stood at 4.57%. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters in Washington. 
Britain's Court of Appeal has ruled that the government must reconsider its decision to sell weapons to Saudi Arabia for use in the Yemen war. Correspondent Charles de Ledesma reports from London. The British Court of Appeal has agreed with anti-weapons campaigners that the sales should not have been allowed because there was a risk that the weapons might be used in violation of humanitarian law. The group, Campaign Against Arms Trade, says British bombs and fighter jets are fueling violence in Yemen, where a Saudi-led war against Iran-backed rebels has raged since 2015. In the ruling, three judges said the British government had made no attempt to find out whether the Saudi-led coalition had breached international rules. The court's ruling, though, does not mean arms sales licences must be suspended, only that the government must reconsider the sales. Charles de Ledesma, London. More on these stories at townhall.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. We're back for the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show on this Thursday afternoon. A tense time in the United States of America. A tense time in Iran. And as we gather this afternoon, the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Well, we've got some topics to talk about. In a few moments, we'll be talking about a St. Petersburg Times story. Headline, Scientology hit with suit. The group and its leader, David Miscavige, are accused of child abuse, human trafficking, and forced labor. Those are the headlines. The Tampa Bay Times will be uh, talking about Tracy McManus and uh, her, her reporting on a, loss, on a lawsuit that was filed in Los Angeles. Before we, before we at least explore uh, what the Times is reporting on that particular uh, issue, you know, I want to just talk a little bit about an issue. Oh, well, not an issue, but a biblical principle. It doesn't matter if you are a Democrat, if you're a Republican, if you're an Independent or whatever. Number one, do you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Number two, do you strive to allow the Holy Spirit to have total control over your life and to work day by, and to walk day by day? with the Holy Spirit, with Jesus at your side, and to serve and to honor him with the plan he has for your life. Well, if you do, then 
I want to share some scriptures with you. We, we live as a Christian under what is called authorities. Jesus, if you will notice, when he came to church incarnate, on multiple occasions, he made it clear that he was doing his Father's will. Imagine an umbrella, and we can imagine that over the last few days, even though we're uh, entering into some high pressure that's going to give us a, a nice hot weekend without rain. But imagine you standing under an umbrella. If you have that umbrella properly positioned, you're not going to get wet or just slightly wet, maybe your feet, maybe a drop here or there. And so you are under this umbrella, and imagine if that is the area where it's dry, that is the area of authority. Jesus Christ, when he came to the earth, he was under the authority of his Father. He was under the umbrella of his Father's authority. And keep in mind, those authorities come down. Holy Spirit is under both Jesus and God the Father's authority. The senior pastor in my life, the senior pastor in your life, the, the senior reverend in your church, that person is over you in authority. Fathers are the chief authority in the home. Women, moms, dad, uh, women, uh, children under dad's authority. But the Apostle Paul told us and taught us that we are under another authority. And I want to tell you that if you're a Republican and you are a Christian, you are a Christ follower, this is going to probably surprise some of you, but you are under Nancy Pelosi's authority. You are under Chuck Schumer's authority. And by the way, Democrats, you are under Donald Trump's authority. We are to be under the authority. Does it mean that we agree? Does it mean that we don't disagree on certain issues? But we are to honor and respect these positions because we are under their authority. Now, some of you may ask me, man, Bill, that's pretty wild. Where do you get that? Well, there was a, a man by the name of the Apostle Paul. If you're new to the walk, you'll find that he was author of quite a bit of the Holy Spirit-inspired words of the New Testament. And he had an assistant that he poured his life into, sort of his spiritual son in the ministry called, called Timothy. And in Scripture, he wrote him a couple of letters, referred to as First Timothy and Second Timothy. And so on this day where we are, we are contemplating, we are awaiting, what is your job and what is my job as a Christian? Well, first of all, is to forget whether you're a Democrat, Republican, Independent, or whatever you, uh, your party affiliation is. 
We are to pray for those in authority, which means those of the opposite party or the opposite thinking. In the second chapter of 1 Timothy, and you can turn there if you are in extreme disbelief, but in the second chapter of verses 1 and 2, here is what the Apostle Paul was reiterating teaching to his understudy, the person he mentored, Timothy, and I quote, I urge then, first of all, now that's key, first of all, not third, not fourth, but before you do anything else, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings, and all those in authority. So, I must tell you, if you haven't been doing this already, if you are a Republican, but more importantly, you're a Christian, I hope you're not just praying for Donald Trump or Mike Pence or for Republicans. I hope you're praying for Nancy Pelosi and all the Democrats in the House. I pray that you're praying, praying for Chuck Schumer and all the Democrat senators in the Senate. Why? Because we don't do it grudgingly, but we do it with all joy. Why? Because we have been instructed by our Heavenly Father through the Holy Spirit, through Paul, that today we've got some kings, we've got some queens. But we also have prime ministers, and we have presidents. The English word kings applies to all of those who are in government who are in authority over us. That includes Mayor Jane Castor. That includes Ken Hagen, Sandy Merman, members of the uh, Hillsborough County Commission. That includes Mr. Kreisman. Mayor of St. Petersburg, those of you in St. Petersburg praying for your city council members, we are to pray for kings and all those in authority. Why? Paul writes that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. I wonder how many of those listening today really take that command, if you will, instruction. I wonder how many of you take that, run with it, and are regular with your prayers. For you see now is an important time for that to happen. 
Now we have a major diplomatic, possibly foreign, possibly uh, diplomatic foreign relations, and possibly a military decision that has to be made with a country, a large country in terms of of uh, the size, the ge- geographical size of the country, but also one who has been very active with elements of the world who certainly don't walk with Christ. And I must tell you that your host has no doubt whatsoever that there's a literal heaven, that there's a literal hell, Everybody who dies doesn't really die. Your soul is either going to go to heaven or hell. And by the way, when you read Daniel, when you read Ezekiel, when you read the Revelation, there is no doubt in my mind in places right now, Israel, Lebanon, Gaza Strip, The Palestinian land, Iran, there is spiritual forces, both of the angels of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, our God, as well as Satan and his imps. And remember that we wrestle not with flesh and blood. In this situation, we're not wrestling with flesh and blood. The powers and authorities. This is that give and take that is happening all the time. And it's it is the same principle when you're at odds with someone in the flesh here. But I want to tell you that very specifically Because we can't see the unseen, that's why it's important for us to pray. And I want to uh, leave you with another verse that I hope you'll jot down. Paul wrote a letter to the Christian believers in Rome. And keep in mind, just this letter alone, understand how controversial, How much trouble that Christians could get into, uh, especially Paul who wrote it, with Caesar. Because basically he was proclaiming to those folks via this letter of the believers in Rome, hey, you have another king. It's not King Caesar, it is King Jesus. And by the way, if you haven't read a little of your history of Rome, world history, the various Caesars, the various leaders of Rome didn't appreciate it when you didn't bow down to them as a god. But anyway, Paul wrote this letter to the Romans. You can look over to the 13th chapter, and it's the very first verse. Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. 
The authorities that exist have been established by God. Now, I know that will have some of you scratching your heads, but, but look. When Adam fell, sin entered into the world. You and I are not Jesus puppets, Jesus drones. We have choice. We become, look like, and act more like Jesus when we give our life to him and we begin studying the scriptures and understanding that he is our human representation of what we should be and he is a human representation of God the Father, which is unseen. Satan doesn't get away with anything unless God knows about it. No doubt about that. Even as I'm reading the book by the Charleston pastor of the nine folks that were were killed on that Wednesday night Bible study, and he led those families that town to forgive, which is not a sign of weakness, it, it just reminds me of the spiritual battle that we are in and that we see terrible things happen to good people and sometimes it is because of the free choice that we have. But remember that 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 God is the God the Father and Jesus, they're the great avengers. If we can if we can give past getting even even and just walking with him Letting him take care of those who take advantage of us. What a great lesson we would learn. And so in that, as we keep ourselves pure, knowing that the authorities that exist have been established by God. Father, I'm going to pray to you. And Father, right now, I'm just going to pray for members of Congress, and the President, and our military leadership. Heavenly Father, I pray for every Democrat, every Independent, every Republican, United States Congress. I pray especially for our leader, President Trump, Vice President Pence, all of our leaders and advisors, particularly in the military. Father, I just pray you put a hedge of protection around all of them. Father, I pray that politics would be set aside in this confrontation with Iran. I pray, Father, that only after serious consultation only after what the Proverbs tells us that President Trump should be making his decision after a lot of expert counsel from his military advisors, his State Department advisors, as well as the decision to go to war also is a decision that the President meets with Congress to decide. I pray you give them wisdom. I pray you have them separate party politics. 
as we are confronting Satan and his imps, as we are confronting evil in the world collectively as a country. A country, many of the free countries look to us to set the standard and to lead the globe for freedom. I just pray right now, give them wisdom and give them a successful plan on how you would want the United States to move forward. Thank you, Father, that we can come to you anytime, 24-7. Forgive us our sins. Let us, lead us to be more like you. And thank you for knowing that you will answer this prayer. How you will answer, we may never know. But you will answer this prayer. And you answer all prayers. We must have the faith and the trust and the belief without wavering. And we do. Thank you, Jesus, for listening. In your name we pray. Amen. Up next, Scientology. St. Petersburg Times reporting that a lawsuit has been filed in L.A. with um, comments by lawyers that many more suits are to follow. So, what do we know so far? Well, let's go to the Tampa Bay Times Lead story today, Scientology hit with suit. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? Taking vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and aqua powders is the best way to get vitamin C. Aquapowder's vitamin C is delicious when added to water and provides you with 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C to boost your immune system and increase your energy. Transform your water into wellness with Aquapowder's vitamin C, available at Amazon. That's Aquapowder's with a Z, available at Amazon. Are you receiving monthly checks from a personal injury lawsuit? Are you having trouble paying your bills every month because the settlement money you're getting just isn't enough? Well, there is a way you can get the cash you need now in one lump sum payment. For free information to see how much cash you can get, call Peachtree Settlement Funding now at 1-800-941-5658. Find out how you can turn your future structured settlement payments into the cash you need now to get free of your credit card debt, to meet your rising mortgage payments, to pay your medical bills and other expenses. If you're receiving payments from a personal injury lawsuit, call Peachtree Settlement Funding. For your free information, call now, 1-800-941-5658. You have bills piling up that need to be paid now, so why wait any longer? Get the future money you have coming to you now when you need it most. For your free information, call Peachtree Settlement Funding now at 1-800-941-5658. That's 1-800-941-5658. 1-800-941-5658. Here at Faith Talk, we are always amazed at what God does at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day event. Spirits are refreshed through fellowship and encouragement. 2019's event will be the best ever. And Pastor, we want you to experience it. So save the date, October 17th, for Pastors Appreciation Day at Armature Works in Tampa with keynote speaker Philip DeCourcy an amazing meal, a vacation getaway giveaway, and so much more. 
Last year, the room was full. So reserve your seat today at letstalkfaith.com. Thank you for making my dream a reality and publishing my very first book. Karen Notner is author of Is Jesus Your Pearl? You encouraged me, you laughed with me, and you held my hand through the entire process. Karen's publisher is Zulon Press. Do you dream about publishing? Make the dream real with America's fastest-growing Christian book publisher. Your free publishing guide is waiting at christianpublishing.com. Thank you so much to all the wonderful professionals at Zulon Press. Visit Zulon Press at christianpublishing.com. I'm Professor Burke from the University of Farmers, where we whittle agents' intellects into pointy, sharp utensils. And this is a pop quiz. What is the best way to save on insurance if you own a car and a house? Should you A, sit down with a farmer's agent to combine your policies into a delightful savings sandwich, or B, keep separate policies? The answer, A, talk to us and pass the mail. We are insurance. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Call a farmer's agent to see how you can save on auto and home insurance. Find your local agent at farmers.com. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. In the benefit of the trust is no probate, no guardianship, quick, easy, fast, efficient, and private documents. And uh, in this case, we provided for each of them for the rest of their life with some security factor there and also provided for their children. Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen, Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back on this Thursday afternoon. Phone lines are open for your questions or comments at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Front page, Tampa Bay Times this morning in all the racks around the area. Headline, Scientology hit with suit. Subheadline, the group and its leader, David Miscavige, are accused of child abuse Human Trafficking and Forced Labor. Tracy McManus is uh, the author of this story from the Times Staff um, Personnel Group. So let's uh, see a little bit about uh, what's happening. I believe this lawsuit was filed in Los Angeles. But anyway, Tracy writes, a team of eight victims' rights attorneys actually on Tuesday, filed the first of what they promise will be a series of lawsuits against the Church of Scientology and its leader, David Musgrave, on behalf of defectors who say they suffered a range of exploitation from child abuse, human trafficking, and forced labor to revenge tactics related to the church's fair game policy. She writes the lawsuit filed in Los Angeles Superior Court on behalf of an unnamed Jane Doe born in 1979 outlines her lifetime of alleged suffering in Scientology where she was subjected as a child at the Clearwater headquarters uh, to abuse inherent to auditing Scientology Spiritual Counseling 
that can more resemble interrogation. It states she joined the church's clergy-like Sea Org in California at age 15, where people worked 100 hours a week for $46. She was at times held against her will. When she officially left Scientology in 2017, Doe was followed by private investigators and terrorized by the church as it published, quote, a hate website, unquote, falsely stating she was an alcoholic dismissed from the sect for promiscuity according to the complaint. Uh, The Times goes on to report that um, Philadelphia-based attorney Brian Kent was quoted as saying, this isn't going to be the last of the lawsuits being filed, filed. He told the Tampa Bay Times, declining to say how many more are forthcoming. He went on to say in this article, we've seen what can happen when there is truth exposed in terms of child abuse within organizations. You've seen it with the Catholic Church. You've seen it with the Southern Baptist Convention now. We're hoping for meaningful change. And there's a group of specialists from Laffey, Buki, B-U-C-C-I, and Kent, L-L-P. And with Soloff and Zervernos, PC of Philadelphia, Thompson Law Offices in California, and Child USA, a Philadelphia-based nonprofit dedicated to preventing child abuse. Now, at the time of this article, Scientology spokesman Ben Shaw and Karen Paru, P-O-U-W, did not respond to an email or phone calls for comment, according to this article. I believe I did see last night, and uh, I think it was Fox 13, uh, that the Church of Scientology uh, has categorically denied all the allegations of uh, so far put forward in this suit, uh, even though uh, I'm quoting very directly from this article that, uh, according to the Tampa Bay Times and Tracy McManus, she did not get a comment back. Um, The lawsuit, now this goes on with uh, Tracy's reporting, the lawsuit mirrors abuse that defectors have alleged over the decades since science fiction writer L. Ron Hubbard founded the church in 1953. Miscavige took over as leader following Hubbard's death in 1986. The Church of Scientology presents a facade to the outside world to disguise when the reality is nothing more than a cult built on mind control and destruction of the independence and self-control of those drawn into its sphere, the law student states, Members are isolated from the outside world. Their access to information is heavily monitored and controlled, and they are subject to physical, verbal, psychological, emotional, and or sexual abuse and or assault. Now, there's more to this article, and so I want to refer you to the Tampa Bay Times, either online edition or the print edition, front page, uh, above the fold, and uh, the article continues on page 7. Now, 
because there is no official response uh, as far as this article is concerned that I, that I can see, what we will do is um, I absolutely am assured that there will be a uh, response, that there will be a rigorous response uh, from the Church of Scientology, but I do repeat that um, I believe they already have, uh, to some news outlets, categorically denied uh, the allegations brought forward so far. And, of course, the uh, one of the uh, lawyers with the action on behalf of the, of the plaintiffs uh, says that there's going to be more people coming forward. So we will, um, because uh, the Church of Scientology, of course, uh, right here in our Central Florida area and uh, one of their major headquarter operations uh, there at the Harrison Hotel, uh, and in downtown Clearwater, we will continue to bring you this story that I understand is going to, uh, by what I've learned in this article, are going to be allegations from both uh, Los Angeles and Clearwater. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. So what do we do when parents... Get out of hand at a baseball or a softball game, and they don't appreciate a young teenager when the young teenager misses a call serving as empire. One of the most embarrassing videos you'll ever want to see. I want to talk about that next. Parents' conduct in today's world. 877-943-9673. Don't go away. I'll be right back. W-262-CP, Bayonet Point. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres is urging all parties to exercise maximum restraint and avoid any further escalation following Iran's shooting down of an American drone. U.N. spokesman Stefan Dujaric says Guterres is very concerned and calling on the parties to avoid any action that could inflame the situation. Dujaric says the Secretary General stresses that the world cannot afford a major conflict in that area. Iran said the unmanned U.S. Navy drone violated its territorial airspace while the U.S. called its downing an unprovoked attack in international airspace over the Persian Gulf. A World War I memorial in the shape of a 40-foot-tall cross can continue to stand on public land in Maryland. That's according to the Supreme Court ruling and an important decision about the use of religious symbols in American life. On Wall Street, the Dow by 249 points. This is SRN News. This is Dennis Prager. I want to invite you to join me for a travel opportunity that may be the highlight of your year, maybe even one of the highlights of your life. I'm headed back to Israel in December 2019 for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour of the key sites and places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Come home inspired, renewed, and empowered by the experience if you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel. This is your opportunity. 
Click Stand with Israel at letstalkfaith.com. I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group and timeshare cancellation advocate. I was sued by the largest timeshare company in federal court for simply helping people cancel their timeshare that they had been lied to about. The jury sized me up and came back with a verdict after only 20 minutes. And yes, I won. My husband and I are more than grateful to everyone at Wesley Financial Group. You know, thanks to Chuck and his team, we feel as though a weight has been lifted and we can move on without the worry of a troublesome timeshare. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, it's my mission to get you out of your timeshare, eliminate your payments, and get them off your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Want to learn more about getting rid of your troublesome timeshare? Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation. Call 800-653-1188. That's 800-653-1188. 800-653-1188. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. The recent college bribery scandals have laid bare the moral and legal failings in our system, with wealthy American families allegedly gaming the system through manipulation, fake minority status, test cheating, and outright pay-for-admission bribery. As these scandals expand outward, a new book helps us see below the surface problem and down to the roots of the crisis. Forbes publisher Rich Carlgaard argues in Late Bloomers that we place far too much weight on early achievement, high SATs and getting into the, quote, right school, and far too little attention on the things that take longer to develop, such as self-control, compassion, ethics, and wisdom. We should also bemoan the toxic system which sorts Americans into future ruling class and future ruled class somewhere around their late teens. Of course, when people cheat, they and not the system are to blame, and alleged cheaters should be vigorously prosecuted. But the system itself needs to be indicted, too. I'm Jerry Boyer. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. By following Jesus, you can discover who God's created you to be and what he's created you to do. Discover more Saturday mornings at 1030 during Following Jesus with Pastor Joe Harris, pastor of Calvary 813. God's created you to live a passionate life that's fulfilling and fruitful. Learn more at followingjesusradio.com. And don't miss Following Jesus with Pastor Joe Harris, Saturday mornings at 1030 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and online at letstalkfaith.com. So, who's going to do what? Flashlights? Nowhere to be found. Emergency supply kits? Not packed. What about blankets? We have an old towel. Cell phones? May not work. Emergency water? Not a drop. Perfect. We all know where we're meeting if we're separated. The library. On Jones House. The bus stop. And I'll be waiting here wondering where you all are. Great. Sounds like we don't have a plan. Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Visit ready.gov slash kids for tips and information. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Bill Bunkley, we're back, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, I don't know if you have seen the video that's gone viral. It is it is the most disgusting thing I've seen in recent days. You know, it has an opportunity for 
us to understand what the Proverbs say about a fool. And if you've seen the video, you know that a fool has an opportunity to really make a fool of themselves. And there was a whole bunch of people who are nothing but acting like the fool. And, you know, Proverbs 8, uh, 18.2 tells us, and these are all descriptions of, uh, of what you see take place in this video. Well, let me tell you about the video. There was a, uh, a youngster who was filling in, or the role in this particular recreational setting, was umpiring, and I don't know whether it was a baseball game or a softball game, because what we see in the video is, is the brawl. I don't really actually see, uh, you know, a softball or a baseball, but it was a organized sport enough to where there were parents there watching these youngsters play baseball. And apparently, uh, 13, 14, a younger teen was acting as umpire and uh, did not make the call that at least, I suppose, one set of parents thought was the right, accurate, and, of course, a fair call. Next thing you know, over a single call, you've got parents, apparently, I guess, from both sides, who ran around, came through the dugouts, you know, there's fences, you know, around the deal, but they get inside the field of play uh, a little bit, uh, if you're looking to the outfield, to the right of home plate. And, I mean, it turns into a full-fledged melee. These are moms and dads. Or let's just, I think it's more dads, but they get into a melee. How foolish can you act in public? It's hard to top this. That's why the fool in Proverbs 18.2, a fool takes no pleasure in understanding. This wasn't even a professional umpire. This was a, a, a youngster, maybe a peer of the two teams that are playing, the kids. And you're going to go fight over the call of a youngster that's standing in? We also see in the video Proverbs 29.11. The Bible says, a fool gives full vent to his spirit. (laughs) You saw some spirited uh, individuals. Fools. With spirits, And by the way, the other half of that proverb, but a wise man quietly, quietly holds it back. In a moment, that's what a Fox 13 coverage of what coaches had to say about this and what parents should do. You want to be wise? There's going to be a lot of things that aren't fair, untruthful, and go against you. You don't come out of the stall swinging. Proverbs 1.7. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. In this video, nobody, because there were some folks trying to hold them back, nobody was going to back down who started swinging. No one was going to back down, apply a little wisdom, and take any instruction whatsoever. This is a good one. 
Proverbs 18.6, because you know there was some verbal jabs going on while the physical jabs were happening. Listen to this. A fool's lips walk into a fight, and his mouth invites a beating. And I want to tell you what. There were some folks in this video that their boxing skills or their kicking skills or even whatever they're trying to do, they would have had they would have been very wise to have stayed in their seats. Because there was some unnecessary whooping going on. But you know what? If you're a fool, you're a fool. And we see him every day. Every time we go out in the streets, we see people acting foolishly. Foolishly. Proverbs 29, 9. If a wise man has an argument with a fool, the fool only rages and laughs. Well, they got the rage part right in this particular altercation. But I want to tell you that it is embarrassing. Now, have I been frustrated at umpiring referees? Yes. Have I been in a situation where I've had uh, rooting, supporting in the dugout, whatever, for a team with uh, maybe a, a teen umpire or maybe soccer where one of the linesmen or two of the line referees or, or, or kids with maybe one expert uh, soccer referee? Of course. Have they missed calls? Oh, you betcha. And have I said things after the match, you know, a lot of times kind of smiling like, uh, hey, that's pretty close, wasn't it? So I'm not saying that you, you it's improper to engage or, or, or it's, it, it's for the first of all what you say and how you engage. Because this youngster is also learning about umpiring. And then look what the parents do. Anyway. There was a follow-up to this that I wanted to share. This comes from Verona Aracondondo. Uh, she's with Fox News 13. And apparently, um, this again, this was a baseball game in Colorado. This was the bad behavior video, by the way, according to Fox 13. So anyway, the umpire was 13 years old. And by the way, do you know how old the players were? I didn't catch this when I was preparing for this. Imagine this. They were first or second graders. Parents are watching their seven-year-old kids play. There's a 13-year-old umpire. There's a call that's missed, and they're coming out of the stands and fighting. Can you tell me? Where in the world do these parents get off that this is the example they want to set for their kids? And it probably is the example they're setting for their kids. Probably the example those kids are seeing at home. I want to tell you what, that the world, the world standards... All these things that we as Christians are trying to have one foot in the world, one foot with the Lord. I want to tell you, they've got us wound up tighter than than a propeller with a rubber band on, on one of those uh, uh, balsa wood airplanes. 
to think that you're so wound up you're going to lose it and have a fight over little seven-year-olds out on the baseball field. Well, some coaches have some advice, and I want to echo their advice. Children's baseball, according to the article with Fox News, children's baseball is supposed to, is supposed to be about having fun. Hello? Have you forgotten how to just have fun? Do you have to go beat the tar? Does your children have to go beat the tar out of the other team to have fun? When you exude like the women's soccer team did when they put a whooping on Thailand, overdid it, overdid it. But, 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 but parents, grandparents, what are you teaching your son or your daughter if the idea is to just absolutely exude when your enemy loses? Chances are, the younger they are, scores can be lopsided and you beat them pretty good. What kind of character have you taught your little ones? And you wonder why they grow up to be a problem in school. You wonder why they grow up and they bully in school. You wonder why they grow up in, in the principal's office every two minutes. Well, mom, dad, both, whoever, aunt, uncle, if you're going to get out there and have a fight over a seven-year-old baseball, seven-year-old kid's baseball game, I'm here to tell you, you got issues. I'm here to tell you, you are acting like a fool. I wonder if sportsmanship is still in the dictionary. Because I got to tell you, most everybody who's listening here today, and not so much so with recreational leagues and activities that are sponsored by churches, though, you know, you see it there too. But I tell you what, you go out, now that we have the traveling baseball teams, we got the high competition at all of our little leagues, I want to tell you, there's no doubt that parents are out of the, uh, you know, there are parents who are out of control. They are so, so foolish, they don't realize that the rest of us just watch them, watch them on Facebook, watch what their comments are, and realize that they are living their lives through their kids. And when you do that, it's not good for the kids. Well, the coaches say, please, and I hope everybody sees the video. When you see this video, don't rant and rave, especially if it's a teenage umpire. So what? It's another injustice. The world isn't fair. Life isn't fair to us, and we're going to have injustices. The question is, how do you deal with it? Man, don't take it personal. You've got to teach character to these kids at the same t- same time. You're taking them to practice, and uh, when they hit a home run or if they strike out, if they're the number one pick kid or they're the one that never gets picked. You know what? There's going to be bad calls in life, and you're going to be the recipient. You're going to get called out on something, and you should have been safe. 
as the coaches say in this article, can you roll with it? By the way, a lot of these kids, if it wasn't for the parents, they wouldn't be worrying so much about who won and who lost. By the way, in California, the police are trying to still figure out who threw the first punch. Well, I hope that uh, today's been informative. We've been on a range of issues, including how to be a parent and not be a fool. Well, coming up tomorrow, we'll have our segments with Movie Guide as well as Focus on the Family. And we'll see what the latest updates are in Iran. And hopefully we can have our conversation with Alliance Defending Freedom talking about the transgender competition in sports. Coming up next, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, with today's very important message, uh, Caves and Compassions Matter. Till tomorrow, God bless and good night.